In today's episode, we're discussing a very, very touchy topic. Poverty comes from the devil, not God. What do I mean? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I help entrepreneurs to break free from the limited beliefs, reverse their money shame and to blast through the money blocks so that they can live a life of unlimited abundance. And today we're talking about a topic which... Honestly, until recently, even I hadn't fully understood or grasped the idea. Now, I grew up uh, on, on a very, in a very religious household. My mother, I'm going to give you a bit of background to my mother. My mother was a very, very, very pious woman, but she had very limiting beliefs about money. She didn't realize that she blamed money for a lot of things. And she, she really didn't trust money that much at all. One of her biggest issues with my father was the fact that he made a lot of money and she didn't know how he made the money. And in her mind, you can only make money, a lot of money the wrong way. So even when I grew up, she told me how my father made all this money and there was bagfuls of money and he was doing something wrong. And, you know, she didn't know exactly what he was doing, but surely he must have been doing something wrong because, uh, you know, how was he making so much money? So my father was very, very wealthy and my mother didn't trust him. And that explains one of the reasons why they separated. My mother did not... um appreciate the fact that my father had become very, very wealthy and she was still stuck in like a scarcity mindset. So bless my mom. I, I'm no way I'm having a go at my mother. I love and adore my mother to, to the world and I am who I am because of my mother, but I'm just giving you an outsider's perspective on her, on her, her mindset. And keep in mind that was passed on to me. So my mother really believed that everything comes from God. And, uh, and if you make a lot of money, then, you know, you must be doing something wrong. I later found out my father would just had and landed in a, in a, in a lucrative uh, business, which was, you know, getting visas for people abroad and especially the Bay, especially because the Bay was really booming at the time um, when it was up and coming. So it just had, it was, he was the right place at the right time doing the right thing. He had come into his divine uh, prosperity, but my mother couldn't comprehend it. So she kept, you know, uh, blaming him. And anyway, um, they parted ways and they separated. Now, the thing, the reason why I share this story is because she gave me the ideology that, you know, God loves poor people and God, if if you are poor, God is testing you. And, uh, you know, and, and I, when I got a bit, got a bit older, I, you know, I've, uh, and I researched other, uh, other religious texts, a similar concept has been pushed in all religions, including the, in, including Christianity in the, in the New Testament, that, you know, a needle, you know, it's easier for an, a camel to go through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter heaven, which is absolutely ridiculous, right? It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. And it did make sense to me when I was younger. And I, that's, I've always, my, my father's always had a very progressive mindset. In very many ways, I am very much like my father. I've been very ambitious and very, very goal oriented. So that, that concept didn't really resonate with me and it didn't sit with me. And 
my mother when I remember when we were younger she worked really hard but her 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 wish her, her prayer was God just give me enough don't give me more I'm not kidding you this was her exact prayer God give me enough for my needs don't give me more okay she did not want more and if by any chance she had a little bit extra she would give it away she was very very charitable so she spent what she needed um on, on whatever and honestly she had more than enough for what she needed her, her needs are very basic but she always had more than enough for what she needed she never was she was never wanting for anybody she never asked money from anyone but she never had more uh, to the point even when she passed away I remember I had some savings I was going to use for a funeral. I'm not kidding. The exact amount of money that was required for the grave, for the funeral, for all the expenses when she passed away were actually in a bank account. She had the exact amount. So I didn't get a penny from from there. Um, We had to show the death certificate and that we got her bank account, her bank to pay all the the invoices for, for her death. Anyway. So this woman who was a great manifester by the looks of it, I've just explained to you that even on her death, even after she passed away, she had all the money that she needed for her for her funeral. And because she was very, very uh, a proud woman, she didn't want her children to support her either. Yet she really despised money. Okay. And this is very, very common. So the more pious people are, the more spiritual people are, the, the, the less they want to deal with money, the less they um, feel the need for money. And somehow they 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 limit their, their needs and what their worldly goods. And they try to live on really like shoestring, um, you know, budgets. And they want to push money away. Now, I work with a lot of spiritual spiritual leaders and spiritual uh, people and they want to be prosperous but they have they have this similar mindset that mother my mother gave to me so I, I'm sharing this with you not to um say that I'm so brilliant I'm telling you this is my mindset that I had this and I I also obviously took on the ideology of a mother I became pious and religious like her when she passed away and so even though I wanted to be this ambitious, really wealthy person, I struggled because I had such limiting mindset about money. I didn't know about it. And one of the concepts around here was, you know, that God wants you to be poor. God loves the poor and somehow despises the rich, which is absolutely falsity. Now, there are many um, angles to this. I'm going to cover this on on our future episodes. But the the angle I want to cover today is this concept that we get told again and again that poverty comes from God. So if you're poor because God wants you to be poor and it's a test, and um, and this this concept I hear in Islam so much in my religion, the life is a test, the life is a test, and you are being tested, and life is a test. I completely say that's a falsity. Life is not a test. Life is a gift. Yes, you have your trials and tribulations in between, and, you, it's, it's, and they're, they're not to test you, but to help you grow into your full potential. Every time we have a challenge that we have to deal through, that, that is they're placed in our life for a reason. And sometimes I'm going to explain why it doesn't even come from God itself. It comes from the devil. It comes from the, from the enemy because it's there. But the reason why God allows that challenge to go ahead because God in his uh, God in his in his, in his grand in grand wisdom knows that that particular challenge is going to grow us in a way that we never expected it's going to push us to our limits and it's going to it's going to catapult us to the next level and beyond and and we're going to receive quantum uh we're going to you know a quantum leap into the next level of our of our you know well-being and our our personal development so this idea that you are poor because God wants you to be poor is absolutely BS. Now, I have to give credit 
to the person who brought this to my mind and got me thinking. So I was listening to this individual and he said this, he said that the, you know, that illness and poverty and all the bad things that happen to you, they never come from God. They always come from the enemy. They always come from the devil, right? They always come from the enemy. Your en- devil is your enemy. And I just want to, for those of you who are Muslim, listening to this, I'm going to tell you this. And, and the people in from the old script, from the old testament, the new testament, you also know that um, in 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 both testaments, you know, devil, it has specifically said, "I'm going to misguide your people. I'm going to pull people away from you." And in my in Islam, you know, Shaitan, um, devil said to God that you know you you have uh, you have let go of me you're you're giving me this punishment because of man because of humans now i'm going to misguide them and i'm going to pull them away and you'll see most of them will be will be ungrateful to you and in which the response from from devices energy god was well those of you of them of those of uh, these of those of the man seedlings or you know the humans those people who are my true people who are my true believers will not follow you and will be grateful and you will not find them ungrateful. So this is this is a challenge that devil has given to God. Now, if you keep that in mind and then look at your life, okay? In your life, the more pious and spiritual and religious and more steadfast you are, the greater your challenges. Why? Couple of things. One, we believe that we don't, you know, we deserve to be in this place because we don't want to be you of the this is this is ancestral programming, by the way. Okay. The second one, the second main reason is these challenges are given to you because you're being tested. Now, you're not being tested by God, you're being tested by the devil, right? You are being incentivized to go the other way, to be ungrateful, to be miserable, to to complain and to do that. And by the way, most people are failing that test because they are every time a challenge comes their way, they say, why me? And they start just crying about it. And they say, and they start uh, feeling sorry for themselves and they start complaining. And guess what? You fail the test, right? Now, the question here is, well, if that's the case, then what is God doing? Let me explain, okay? Everything that happens to you is happening to you with the permission of God. Not the will of God, but the permission of God. God is there in, in in his or her, whatever you want to see it. God, in its grand wisdom, can see how a particular challenge is going to help you and you know, and move you further and develop your, your full potential. It's actually going to open up some of the gifts which are hidden and latent in you. A lot of the times, these challenges open up gifts within us which we didn't know existed. Because every gift that's within us, which is the hidden potential, can only be pushed out when we grow and when we get comfortable when we're happy we're, we're quite content in our current life we don't want to move forward who hell wants to go through pain i don't i certainly don't did i want to go through two divorces hell no did i want to have all the issues hell no did i want to lose my mother at 21 no did i want to have the kind of relationship i did with my father and not speak to him three years before he passed away no that's not what i wanted absolutely not but each one of these circumstances doesn't matter how bad or how severe or how 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 painful they've been in my life have helped me to grow they've helped me to become who i am they're they they are one of the main reasons why i'm here sitting right now talking to you this, this very moment so each one of these challenges were were brought into my life with the permission of god not the will of God. God wasn't there saying, okay, let me punish God. Let me punish this dude. Let me throw this at her. Let me throw this at her. 
God's not doing that. There's no capricious God out there trying to punish you for everything. The God out there is there loving and, and, and wants you to do well and wants you to experience this physical world in his most highest glory. But in order for you to do that, you have to grow as a person. And God also knows that you will stay in your comfort zone. You will not come out of it. You will never come out of it. And for in order for you to come out of your comfort zone, you have to be challenged. And guess what? This challenge is provided by the perfect entity, which is the devil, which is your enemy. The devil's going to come and punish you. God loves you. God doesn't want you to go through pain. So God would not instig- in, 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 throw pain at you. God will be silent and watch and see how you uh, uh, and how you push through these challenges and give you the support required. And if you believe in divine energy, if you believe in universal energy, if you believe in God, or you or you or your secular term, and you believe in spirit, and you believe in universal energy, I don't care what you believe in. As long as you believe in a higher entity, which you know is going to support you, is going to be uh, uh, bring you out. You will overcome these challenges. You will get to your, your grand goal. You will receive the promise that you ha- had inside of you. You will open up your gifts. You will achieve all your goals. But you have to have faith that it will you will overcome it. And you have to go through those challenges. If you start sitting there and start whining, why me? Why this happened? You will not get there. And the devil's won. Yeah, does it make sense? I hope it does. I'm here to tell you, each of your gifts... That, that you have at the moment, you're benefiting from a moment. If you're speaking well, if you are, um, you know, if, if you're doing well in business or, or if you're doing well in relationships, you all have overcome challenges. Every single one of you, I can guarantee you, if you have any success in any area of your life, you have to overcome some challenges without a doubt, without a doubt, because those challenges developed your character in order for you to reap the success. Plus, if you held on to faith and you believe that device's energy is going to help you, it device energy did help you to overcome those challenges. And now you're reaping the fruits of, of whatever challenge you went through. And plus you have the growth with it. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So every single problem in your life, including poverty, comes from from the devil. The devil comes and says, you know, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And et cetera. And if you are weak in your faith, if you're weak as a person, you will listen to those those words and, and you will act. The only thing devil can do is whisper in your ear. That's the only power devil has. I don't care what, you know, all these TV programs and the books and other things are telling you. I'm telling you right now, you are a strong spiritual being. And the only influence that any other entity can have on you is on your mind. Because the only thing within your control is your mind. The God in his, in his amazing wisdom has only given free will under your control. Free will controls your ability to think and do what you want to do. Your bodily organs, what you happens with you, everything else is within divine self-centric control. You don't control your blood pressure. You don't control your heartbeat. You don't control any of those things. They're within divine control. Why? Because your willpower is enough for you that, that controls your mind is enough. And that's the only thing that your enemy devil can can influence. And that that too, not by uh, overtaking your body and whatever else. And let's not go into the 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 you know uh, bodily positions. Let's stay just let's stay in the middle path at the moment, normal path, right? So 
as a normal human being with the average person, what can the devil do? What can these um, negative energies do? They can influence your mind. So they will they will instigate, throw um, you know, illness your way or troubles your way and see how you react to it. And then they will instigate and have the negative chitter chatting your mind and say, Oh, look, you're so unfortunate. Bad things always happen to you. Things never work out for you. And you begin to believe these lies, these awful lies. God is never there to help me. God never supports me. I'm so unlucky. Things never work out for me. God, there maybe there is no God. Maybe there is no God. Maybe there is no God. And you begin to even doubt whether there a God exists where the divine energy exists. And even if you do believe it, you're like, well, God exists, but I'm not sure God will help me. Or God will not help me in this area. Come on, dude. If God will help you in one area of your life, why would God deprive you in the other area of your life? But it may be that you are more, um, you have more emotional traumas around or you're, you're you know, emotionally more charged around a one particular area of your life. And that ends up being a bigger test. But that test is coming from the devil, not from God. Not from God. Right? Not from device energy. Device energy is good at all times. The only thing I want you to understand is God, device energy is omnipotent, uh, omnipotent, okay? Is omnipresent and omnipotent. And everything happens with the permission of God. So God gives permission for uh for uh you know the devil to allow you know allow the devil to do you know throw uh, illness at you poverty at you um you know traumas at you and so forth it's your responsibility to deal with it it's your responsibility to hold on to faith the problem is in this day and age most people are lacking faith it's easier for them to have faith in aliens it's easier to have them faith in extraterrestrials or you know ghosts or angels and they forget to have faith in themselves and devices energy i was speaking on on one of i think one of my workshops and somebody talked about angels I love the angels, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael. I am, I have the utmost respect for them. But for me, they are messengers of God. They are not God. I would never pray to an angel. I would pray to God, right? That's my religious beliefs. Now, you, what your religious beliefs are, that's entirely up to you. I'm not here to criticize a judge. All I'm saying is hold on to faith. Hold on to your dreams. Hold on to faith and hold on to the idea that if you're going through a challenge at the moment, that challenge has come from the devil and he's testing not your ability to overcome the challenge, but your ability to hold on to faith and trust the device's energy will help you overcome whatever challenge you're currently experiencing. That is the test. And this is something that you have to understand and internalize. And yes, it may take two days, it may take five days, it may take a year, but you have to be consistent with it. And if you are holding on to faith, if you believe that God can overcome this, if you can believe the divine energy will help you, it doesn't matter if it's cancer, it doesn't matter if it's poverty, it doesn't matter if it's a relationship issue, it doesn't matter what it is, you will get the benefits, you will overcome it. And it and it you have to be patient with it. This is where one of the biggest, one of the biggest things lessons that I've learned in my life. And I tell you, I was the most impatient person on the planet. I sometimes still am at times, you know, especially when it comes to marketing and other things and people, I you know, whatever. But in my life, in when, when it really matters, I've learned the skill to be patient. You have to be patient. You have to let things work out. You have to trust the process. You let, let things unfold. If you don't, if you try to rush things, you go 10 steps back. I'm going to share a story with you. It's from actually the, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it's, it's a story that we are, we, it's also in, in the Quran, which is Muslims' holy book, right? So that's where I originally heard the story in the, in the Quran Sharif. 
And then obviously, it, I later I found out it's also in the in the Bible and the Old Testament as well. And this story is of um, our, has a Yaqub Islam for us Muslims and Jacob in the the the, the New Testament. So Jacob was a man who was very, very prosperous. He had, um, I think, a number of wives and a lot of children. He was a very pious man. And he was such a good human being. He was generous and kind and loving. And he was eternally grateful for all his wealth and prosperity and his children. Because in the, the Roman this day and age, children and, and money are both seen as wealth. And of course, he was very, very healthy, very, very handsome and so forth. Okay. Now, the devil said to, to God, that um, the only reason why Jacob is grateful to you is because you've given him all this wealth, because you've given him all this, you know, his physical health, because you've given him all these children, because you've given him so much prosperity, of course he's going to be grateful to you. Take all that away and see if he's still grateful. I promise you he won't be. And that challenge was accepted. So God said, no, Jacob is one of my pious people. He will be grateful irrespective of whether he has these things or not. So guess what? The devil went to work. All of a sudden, overnight, all the wealth was gone. He lost, uh, Jacob lost all his wealth. And then he, um, then uh, his children part, and, and another, another, another thing happened, he, all his kids died. And then the, the, the very soon after that, he became very, very physically ill. So he lost his physical health as well as physical appearance. He went from being an extremely young, handsome man to a, you know, to a, to a cripple to who has a multiple ailments. I can't even remember the ailments, but he had multiple ailments and all his wives left him. The only person who was with him was one wife. That's his one of, I think one of his wives, I think one of the younger ones, she stayed with him because she truly felt um, she had to, uh, you know, be dutiful to, the, to her husband and she loved him and she stayed with him. So, all he had after everything was this one person, his wife, who stayed with him. His children died. His wealth went away. His health went away. He had nothing. Guess what? Jacob in this state still held on to faith, was completely loyal to, to God and refused to adhere to all the all the whispers, all the negative chitter chatter from the devil. He did not so I'm being ungrateful. And this went on not for weeks, not for months, but years. Years went by. Years went by. And the the obviously now from being extremely wealthy and having lots of children, he was now essentially he got to one point. There was one point where he became bedbound. Jacob wasn't able to move from the bed, and he had his wife was going and making gaining food and feeding him. And he had um, insects eating away his flesh and all sorts of stuff. The Jacob went through hell and back and was tested to the max with everything he had. He lost everything. But he remained steadfast. He remained loyal to divine energy. And guess what? Guess what? After a certain period of time, when the, the, the devil said, okay, I give up. Right? He's never going to stop. He's, in Jacob's mind, he'd give, he made up his mind. I'm either going to get better and otherwise I'm going to go and be my God. I'm going to be my Lord. That's that. That's he was that. That was his attitude. So guess what? Device energy did. It restored his health. So all of a sudden, his all his ailments disappeared. His health was restored. His youth was restored. His children were restored. His wealth restored. So his children came back. The wife came back. Um, and 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 the money came back. And not just what he lost came back. When God gives to you, when divine synergy opens up the the the, the bundle of, of abundance that they have, when they when God gives you that to you, God's give you two times over. So you he didn't just get what he lost back, he got twice over. 
So everything was given to him in double. He had more than everything in terms of children and abundance and prosperity and health. And he got his youth back all because he persevered and held on to faith and believed. Now, I keep, I've, I've been saying so many of these podcasts and I keep reiterating this. The key here is for you to believe. He believed in divine energy. He believed that God would help him. He believed he was on the right path. He believed that his, his golden moment was going to come. He believed it was never too late. That God is all, you know, God's great at all times. He believed that whatever's happening, God's going to get him through it. Divine energy is going to get him through it. And he did. And he got through and look what he had. He had twice over, but he lost. And the guess what he went? He won the test. And who lost in the end? The devil. So here's my point to you. Here's my closing remarks to you. Whether you believe in God or not, I don't care. Whether you believe it's, it's, it's universal energy, when you believe there's an entity out there who's looking after you, I don't care for your religious beliefs. I just want you to understand there's a higher being, greater being out there who's there to love and support you. And there is a darker force out there who's there to push you down. Now, every time you have an, uh, uh, a challenge that comes to your life, every time you have issues, those issues are not coming from this loving um, you know, um, energy. The, the device's energy is loving at all times your problems your poverty your 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 insecurities are all being all being pushed towards you from this uh, from the enemy from the dark side from the from the devil so but that does what does that mean that means you need to hold on to faith you need to understand that having money does not make you bad it's actually one of the tricks of devil to keep you poor because if you don't have enough money to feed your children, it's very easy for him to instigate you to do robbery, to you know, to commit crime, to, to do the bad things. If you are struggling to give get, get food on the table, how how easy is it to instigate you? Right? I'm not saying the rich people are amazing and honest as well. This comes from deep within your character. And in, in in Islam, a lot of the time people say, well, you know, if you have money, you're tested. If you don't have money, you're tested. I agree. It's money just brings out what's already inside of you. So if you have aligned with the energy of money and you have a lot of wealth, yet you are also listening to the devil, guess what? And you, you, you will not understand the, the concept holding on to faith, which is holding on to devices, energy and, and being on the right path. You will do this and things act certain things, behave in a certain way, which actually does destroy you, right? And so, and, and so you're not honest. And so you will have other issues. This is why, not, you know, these, these, these big celebrities, they, they come into lots of money and then they, they, they die destitute or they do all sorts of commit, commit other sort of atrocities. And, you know, they go into drugs and alcohol abuse and whatever else, you know, all sorts of stories are out there. I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm not saying money makes you holy. Absolutely not, people. I'm just saying this concept that you have that God wants you to be poor is absolutely BS. And this concept that's been pushed in my culture, in my religion so much, oh, you know, God loves the poor and, you know, poor are this and whatever. God wants you to be prosperous. But the responsibility to be prosperous is squarely on your shoulders. It's you. You're, if you have this desire to make a million bucks, to do certain things, that desire has been given to you from God. God wants you to have it. But you have to have the belief. You have to have the faith and belief that God wants you to have this dream. God wants you to have this. And then have the gumption to stick to that the decision that I'm going to make this money. And then to go out and take action. Take inspired action. I'm not telling you to hustle like you know, Gary Vee does. I'm telling you to go out and actually 
and, you know, take inspired action and believe. What's the important point? Believe, 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 believe that this can happen for you and that God wants you to be rich. So in closing remarks, if you can take away one thing from this particular episode and you can see how much passion I have for this and how how strongly I believe in this concept. If you can take one thing away from this particular episode is God wants you to be rich. Device energy wants you to be rich. There's no capricious God out there which who wants you to be poor, would only love you if you're poor. That is a falsity. God wants you to be prosperous, happy, wealthy, and rich in all areas of your life. Not just money, not just health, and not just relationships, all areas. It's the devil, it's the enemy that wants you that wants to deprive you, to test you, so to, to make sure that you become ungrateful of all the gifts that divine energy has already given to you. One of the major ones is usually your health, starting with your health. Right. So I hope you got value from today's episode. I will be back on another episode sharing with you some more of my personal insights and hopefully helping you to build a more prosperous life. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.